laughing all the way to the bank. Jordan, a.k.a. JL. As always, I'm here with my buddy, my brother, my number one guy, Marcus, a.k.a. Marky Mark, a.k.a. Marky Locks. Marcus, how are we feeling tonight? We, we got two weeks till opening night in NFL. We got college football this weekend, a little morsel of college football this weekend, so we're going to have something to pick tonight. But just give our listeners a little taste how you're feeling and how we're looking forward to this next week. I look at this weekend as kind of the warm-ups, layup lines, calisthenics, whatever other warm-ups you like to do before your game starts. So we're going to have a couple games we want to pick this weekend. Not a bunch, but a couple for our layup lines. One or two? Two. Katine Hut. But yeah, um, to be honest, it doesn't matter if the games suck or they're good. They're going to seem great on Saturday because it's college football. It's going to feel great. It's going to feel really, really good. Yeah, it's going to feel good. I agree with you on that. Marcus, we have decided we're going to pick two games tonight. Yes. College football, right? Are we good with that? Yes. Um, it's week zero, technically, in in NCAA. Nothing to lose. Week zero. What's zero times anything? Zero. Correct. So we can't lose. Tell that to your bookie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought zero times zero was zero. I thought zero, zero times, times 5,000 was zero. I don't know. You shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we do have our eyes on a couple games this weekend, so we're looking forward to give you guys a, a couple picks for NCAA this week. Marcus, before we jump in, though, the NFL, as the preseason has progressed, we're getting some more juice, some more insight of what to expect moving forward. I do want to touch on something right off the bat, something that happened recent Monday Night Football. The Jacksonville Jaguars took on the New Orleans Saints Monday night. And I found this game to be particularly interesting. Tell me more. (laughs) So, Jameis Winston, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I I scheduled my LASIK appointment Tuesday morning. I have LASIK next week. Yeah, apparently this is the first year Jameis Winston can see. And he had two beautiful deep balls. He's getting the ball out quick. He's making reads fast. His throwing motion looks dynamite. And this Saints offense, I, I'm ready for some fun with this offense. But he lit it up. I don't think there's any question that Jameis Winston's going to be the starting quarterback week one. I know I've been down as a Taysom Hill guy. But why don't have him as a notch in your belt when you got... James Winston throwing fucking dimes down the field. He looked fucking great, man. Yeah, um, I've said this to you before. 
But if Jameis plays like that, they're not going to miss a beat offensively this year. Well, they may, they may because they're offensive line. But I like Taysom Hill in more of that kind of versatile situation, bring him in, keep the defense on their heels, that kind of thing. But Jameis, man, he looks – his footwork looked good, and he was just dropping the ball wherever he wanted. People forget, even though we can seem like an idiot sometimes, he won a Heisman Trophy. He's he can ball. Now his release is like he gets it out when he when he decides to throw it, it gets out fast. That's his biggest problem, I think, in the the past. Was just how long does it take for Jameis to decide to throw it, or how long does it take for him to decide to steal three pounds of crab legs? Well, now we know that it wasn't his fault that he stole the crab legs. He couldn't see. There's there's insider information. He couldn't see. He thought he paid and, you know, he didn't know what was going on. He was disoriented. New LASIK. He thought. New LASIK. He thought he was weighing in his crab legs at a self-checkout kiosk, but really it was just a, a rack of ribs over in the cool section. Yeah. I mean, LASIK, Jameis doesn't steal those crab legs. All right. He's blind. He's blind. He didn't know what was going on. Everyone deserves a second chance in today's America. Especially especially after LASIK surgery. And he does seem to have better vision. Huh. He looked really good. I mean, if I'm LASIK, I'm putting a commercial out next week with Jameis as my, you know, spokesman. Yeah, and just show the clip of him throwing that awesome corner touchdown right at the pylon. Perfectly dropped in. I would show first him throwing a bunch of interceptions with the Tampa Bay Bucks, and then show Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl and you think his world is over. And then LASIK comes in like this superhero. Yeah. And now he's That's what we call pain points in the in the sales industry. Yep. You gotta point out the pain points. And then James is like, Hi, I'm James Winston. I could have won a Super Bowl at the Tampa Bay Bucks, but I couldn't see shit. Not anymore. He sees clear as day. Now I throw dimes. <laughs> what if he wins the MVP this year? Jesus Christ. The NFL gets it's ads on weird. their jerseys and it's just LASIK for the Saints. <laughs> Makes sense. He looked good. Um, conversely, on the other side of the field that game, the Jaguars looked... Really, really, really bad. I know it's preseason, but I'm putting my alert on the Jaguars. They look like a team that the players are like, our coach doesn't know what he's doing. We don't know what we're doing. And we just hope we get a paycheck at the end of this week. They looked, in terms of body language, like they would rather be anywhere else in the world. Probably like Dave and Buster's would be better than playing an NFL game in New Orleans. Like, I'm worried about those guys. And Trevor Lawrence was named the starter this week for the Jack. He is screwed. He's so screwed. Um, It's not, it's not going to be good for him because even looking at, like, they would put the camera on Urban Meyer and he would just be standing there. Like, basically, you could see it on him. Like, he's asking himself, why the fuck did I do this? Yeah. I don't have leverage over the, any of these guys because I have to pay them. It used to be I could pay them to get more. 
now I have to pay them, and I don't know how to if, motivate these. If guys. your heart almost hit the shitter at Ohio State, I mean, it, it's just a matter of time before he croaks. With the job, does he get fired first, or does he have a heart attack first? No, nope, he's gonna have the big one, week seven. Over under week seven, Urban Meyer has the under. Big one. I think week five and a half. I think at halftime, he doesn't come back out. Like, he tries to give a halftime speech and just croaks. <laughs> Either that or he That's gets terrible. fired. It doesn't That's It terrible. doesn't look like a good fit. Like, he looks like the... It's it's rare you feel like the locker room's lost in the preseason. <laughs> but I feel like Urban Meyer did it. Dude, I'm telling you, it's the media who's doing it to him, too. Because that close-up shot they put on him is just all time I'm in over my head like what the fuck did I just do and Trevor Lawrence we need to say a prayer for him well it's sad because he is great talent and this isn't an old tale of top you know prospects coming to the NFL and basically just getting thrown into a pile of shit and then they're career is just ruined and I, I'm worried that's what's going to happen to Trevor Lawrence because he's a great quarterback he should be an asset to the NFL instead he's going to get pissed on like you know, you I know, think Marcus you, you talked to me about early draft quarterbacks what was what, what were you talking to me about so if what you look it? historically quarterbacks drafted in the top five of the draft never Go to the Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl. The last three to four quarterbacks to do so, Eli Manning won a won a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl, both drafted number one. Colin Kaepernick went to a Super Bowl, drafted number four, I believe. And um, there's one more. Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl, lost to Tom Brady. He He was picked number one. So, other than those guys, but Eli Manning, drafted by the Chargers, went to the Giants. Peyton Manning, was he drafted by the Colts? I believe he was. Yep. But it's very rare you see these quarterbacks drafted high have success unless they go to another team. Joe Burrow is going to be in the same situation this year. Well, Joe Burrow, the management of his career is already off the rails. They let him get mangled last year. All I know is the quarterbacks who are dominating in this league are guys picked 10 and above. Patrick Mahomes, picked 10. Brady, picked 30, whatever whatever he was. Mr. Irrelevant, whatever, 33. Um, a bunch of guys picked in the 20. It's, it's because they joined good systems. And Trevor Lawrence may be in the worst situation I've ever seen for such a high high talent because I think he's really really good but it's not going to matter he's going to get his ass kicked every week I think the Jaguars maybe win one game I could I don't know if they win two games this season yeah it there it's going to be a rocky road for them and the week one game is probably going to be their best opportunity to get a win because they open up with the Houston Texans Aren't the Texans favored? Yeah, they are uh, minus three favorite as it stands right now uh, for that opening weekend. So, that's a bad game. A lot of good games on that slate. But, 
for 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 there to be as many good games as there are week one, there has to be one ultra turd bowl, and that turd bowl is the Texans and the Jaguars. Yeah, that's a that's a shit bowl. Um, on that note, I do want to touch on just how juicy week one is looking in the NFL. We're kicking off September 9th. I honestly thought it was Labor Day weekend. So, and I didn't realize it till like 45 minutes ago. It's probably good it's not Labor Day weekend because that would have just been a football Ugh. overdose. I hate it. I hate it. I thought I was getting football next weekend, but I'm... You, you know, are, though. You're getting college. You're getting week. college. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I was, I was definitely worked up. I was ready for that first slate of NFL. You know, and if you look at this slate, you'll understand why. I mean, let's let's go through the slate here. Even even the Thursday night kickoff game, Cowboys Buccaneers. I think this is going to be a great game. Uh, Call me crazy. I think this game's going to be tight. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. And I think it's going to be a great way to kick off the season. Cowboys, Buccaneers, get Dak Prescott, Tom Brady. Who knows if Dak Prescott's going to be healthy? Who fucking knows? Hard Knocks is fucking confusing me. Can I guess the spread on that game? Go for it. I would I would lay nine for the Bucks, Dude, I don't think it's... I think it's like five. Really? Hold on. Let me check. Okay, so Tampa Bay is at home. They're laying seven and a half points to the Dallas Cowboys. Totals 50 and a half. I feel like that's going way under, and I would take the Cowboys with that seven and a half points. That's saying if Dak is healthy. Eh, right. We, if, can't get, it, it, we can't get into picks yet. Can't get into picks yet. We're yeah, jumping no, the gun. Don't don't do that. Don't do it. Um I'm but yeah, let, let's look let's look at some of these other games. Just I'm just gonna flash through these and I'm gonna I I'm I'm gonna tell you. These are all just great matchups. I don't care if you like these teams or not, but these are great matched up games for week one. Seahawks, Colts, 12. 12 Sunday. Jaguars, Texans, we already covered that one. The shit bowl of the century. Eagles, Falcons, 12 o'clock. The bird bowl. Yeah, it should be a good one. You know, I like the, the animal sounds. We got Chargers and the football team. Oh, baby. You know, Mark's oh. licking his chops on that one. <laughs> Blockbuster with Steelers and Bills also on that noon slate. Here's a not-so-good matchup, 49ers-Lions at noon. That's not that's not anything to write home about. Um, Vikings-Bengals, I think that's going to be a good one to look at just because I feel like the Vikings are going to just lay the shillelaghs on the Bengals. 
Uh, we got Jets Panthers. I like that matchup because Sam Darnold. It's like the revenge tour. He's going to be playing his old team, and you got Zach Wilson, the new uh, gunslinger. He looks good. He looks good in the preseason. He's got a quick arm, little zip on it. We also got Cardinals Titans at noon. Great game. Browns Chiefs on the three twenty five slate. We got Dolphins Patriots at the 325 slate. We got Broncos Giants at the 325 slate. Again, not maybe the most exciting, but I feel like it's going to be a good matchup. And then we got Packers Saints at the 325 slate too, week one. And primetime Sunday night Rams and Bears in L.A. Monday night game is Ravens Raiders. Also a good matchup there. I think that'll be a fun one to watch. I don't know about you, Marcus, but listening to that lineup gets my dick hard. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. Yeah, there's about five games in that slate that I will not want to miss. Um, I mean, there, there's only a couple that I won't. Like I'm gonna turn on. No, Sunday there's tickets. there's there's most what there's like most like you must see, but then there's also you can't miss. I rank you can't miss higher than what was the other one? Must see, <laughs> must see, and you can't miss. And you'd rather you'd rather must see it than can't miss it. No, can't miss ranks above must see. So you got to see the ones you can't miss <laughs> before you see the ones you must see. Fucked <laughs> uh, up on that. I don't, <laughs> can't miss it. Just to let you guys know, we will have, as always, six picks for the first week of NFL, as we always do. So, What's your favorite game of that slate? Honestly, the one that, that, that gets my blood pumping a little bit is that Miami Dolphins Patriots game. Yeah. I think Mac Jones is going to be a stud. I hope they start Mac Jones. I've seen great. He looks like an NFL ready quarterback in the preseason to me. I know it sounds crazy, but he stands up straight and he doesn't look scared. He makes good reads. He has rhythm. He's in time. The biggest thing for rookies is the NFL looks too fast for them sometimes. Mac Jones is not one of those guys. He looks in rhythm with what's going on in the field, and he's a better throw of the ball than Cam Cam Newton. Cam's washed up. I've been saying it for years. Cam is washed up. So, I don't know. I, I, I It'll depend on who's starting for the Patriots in the game, but that that's one game, the Dolphins-Patriots game. That's going to really – that's like a teetering point in the league to see who's who's where. You know, I, I, I'm excited for that one. What about you, Marcus? So, when I run down the list, I'm just going to kind of give you my gut gut reaction takes. Pittsburgh-Buffalo. Love that matchup. I want to see a Buffalo just kind of missed a step because I think they're a legit Super Bowl contender this year. And Pittsburgh, I want to see Najee Harris in that running game. Big Ben's look pretty good in the preseason, but I really want to see Najee Harris and see if Pittsburgh can keep up with Buffalo. Um, with you, I think Minnesota's just going to 
bombard Cincinnati, so I'll be looking out for that line. Arizona-Tennessee, I think two playoff teams, really good game. And then you know me, the Chargers football team game, if Justin Herbert can come out and play really good against that defensive line, watch out. And then um, going back to the Jameis Winston note, Green Bay at New Orleans, one of the toughest places to go play week one. Aaron Rodgers versus Jameis Winston, the new and improved. Man bun. <laughs> Fucking man, man. He, whatever. We'll see what he does. He's going to play great. Rodgers is going to play great most of the year. But do they drop one week one in New Orleans? Tough place to start. And then, of course, Matt Stafford to just bring it home Sunday night. I think he puts up, I think I said, the team total for the Rams would be 27. I like the Rams to score 35. 35 against Chicago because Andy Dalton's going to get his ass beat. Love the Rams that weekend. And, yeah, the, the O-line Baltimore, for the Bears Vegas has looked awful. They've looked awful in the in the preseason. Like that not promising for the Bears against the, the Bears Rams front week 1. The Bears look like an organization to me that's just a bunch of guys trying to protect their jobs. Just, oh, that's all Chicago is. It, it's a bunch of people trying to justify their work-from-home status. So we have <laughs> a billion meetings a day. Well, I think if maybe if we do this and we do that and we maybe if we if we if we think about the streamlining of our program, we, it, it's all a bunch of bullshit. The, the the Rams are going to embarrass the Bears week one. I was a little and skeptical. I was a little skeptical of this take when you brought it up a couple weeks ago, Marcus. But I am fully on the Rams. We are going to pick Rams lock of the week, week one right now. That's the Rams preemptive lock of the week. Sean McVay and Matt Stafford is like a match made in heaven. It's going to be beautiful. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a thing to watch and and the Bear, Bears fans better be happy that Justin Fields isn't gonna get to start because imagine imagine putting that kid week one against Aaron Donald and that Rams defense. Let Andy Dalton oh, no, he, get his ass kicked. He'd get carted off in a box. Well, Andy Dalton will probably get carted off in a box. Well, Andy Dalton can at least get rid of the football. Justin Fields is almost getting his head taken off in preseason. He Justin did. Fields is not ready. Let Andy Dalton get killed and then put Justin Fields in. Yeah, I, I think that's a game plan for the Rams. I, I think they like Andy Dalton because they know Andy Dalton can at least get the ball out quick. He's, he's experienced enough to know the pace of the NFL. And if you put Justin Fields in against the Rams week one, it's going to be a bloodbath. I can't wait for that game. And then Baltimore, Vegas. I got to do a little more research on that. Vegas is going to be jumping. Just a just a opening weekend game in Vegas is just sweet. So that makes me want to kind of put a little Vegas juice on that. But we'll go we'll we'll do that later. But JL, we got two college games to pick. Yes, we do. College football is kicking off this weekend, it's week zero. I think it's what's it, it's it what it's being called, right? Week zero. Yeah, zero times so, anything zero. 
So technically, anything we do this week doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Unless we both, you know. These first games are tough to pick, Marcus, and we've we've done the research we could. The big game of the weekend, I think the the one that's the one that's most worth watching is the Illinois Nebraska game. To break this down for you, we got a seven point spread. Nebraska's laying seven on the road against Illinois. Illinois's got a new coach. Illinois threw Lovey Smith to the side because he looked like Black Santa. And the <laughs> Illinois threw Lovey Smith to the side. They don't want him anymore. And we got a new coach. I don't think there's much going on with Illinois. I it's just really hard to get something together on the teams. But Marcus, what I did do, you might not take much stock in this, but I looked at the fucking spring games for both of these teams. I watched the whole film. Nebraska's spring game, they didn't even tackle. No tackling allowed. What do you think about that? I'm going to take a deep breath here. I don't put much stock in spring games. You don't really want to know what I would do if I was a Division One Power Five head coach for my spring game. I don't think you. I don't think you want to know. I think I do want to know. What would you do? Well, um, where do I start? It. Uh, <laughs> Let me start this with. I hated how you got guys on the field who aren't even tackling. Like I get, you don't want to get guys hurt, but in the same breath, it's football. Do you want to produce a soft team? I get if you don't want guys touching the quarterback. I get that. But you can't... Like, I watched their spring game. They didn't touch anyone. It was literally one-hand touch. No one was getting touched. What would you change, Marcus? So, if I were to run a spring game, because I probably wouldn't, I'd probably just cancel it every year to COVID, um, like West Virginia did, Neil Brown, genius move. But if I had to put on a spring game, it'd be a lot of petting zoos, Fan giveaways, contests, photo booths, dunk booths. The football would be the furthest thing from the main product of the day. The football would be dog shit. I'd want guys watching film of our spring game being like, what the hell did I just watch? We'd pick people out of the crowd coming out to kick, like, hey, if you get a 50-yard return against our starting special teams, you get $10,000. And you just get some guy completely out of shape, just getting rocked. Just wild stuff. Basically, a thank you to the commits on our team's parents to come out, pet a fucking zebra, whatever they want to do, get in the dunk take, have a funnel cake, go on the Ferris wheel. It wouldn't be about football. There's going to be a lot of football guys out there mad at me saying, well, spring games matter. No, they don't. Shut up. Spring games don't mean shit. Neil Brown, I salute you. Cancel spring games for COVID. I don't want to give up anything to my opponents. I would maybe put my starters in for like two plays. It'd be just two handoffs up the B gap and see what we look like. Then just mix it up. So you're just your 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 strategy for a spring game is just gaslighting and and profits. <laughs> yes, mainly profits. And I want if if an opponent. <laughs> 
Manny if an opposing if opposing team is like, hey man, uh, let's hypothetically say I'm the head coach at Michigan, and they're like, hey man, uh, Michigan just had their spring game. We should check out that film. And on the film, in the background, you're going to see a huge Ferris wheel and, like, petting zoo on the field. And they're going to be like, what the fuck is going on here? The football would be a mess. And they're going to be like, well, we have to go to last season to get any film for them week one because this gave us nothing. That would be my goal, to make everybody around us think we sucked. And I I won't go on anymore. I'm getting out of breath. So you're playing – it's just like you're playing 4D chess with the the spring game. Yeah. And I think – COVID is a great way to just, yeah, we're not going to do a screen game. COVID, you know, but we'll pack out our stadium week one, baby. <laughs> yeah, I I got to say, when I watched the film for both of these teams on, on the spring games, they were just worthless. It looked very little like college football. And I, I'm a little worried about this Illinois-Nebraska game. I have a couple angles, though, Marcus. I, I, I'm ready to make a pick here. It's week zero. Zero times anything, zero. So, technically, doesn't count. But here's a few angles I got. Nebraska is trying to redefine what it looks like to play offense in the Big Ten. They run the spread. They've got a fourth-year quarterback in Adrian Martinez. I watched the spring game. Even though he wasn't allowed to get touched, he was pretty nifty in the pocket. He knew how to get out of pressure. He was doing some sidearm Patrick Mahomes shit. He's mobile. I think this offense is going to be explosive. Okay, I think they're going to look. I, I think they can put up some points. And also, on the other side of the ball for Nebraska, they're only losing I think two or three starters from last year. So you'd think that defense might improve. My first gut reaction with this game was just take the over. 55 points in the NCAA, it's really, that's like the 45 of NFL, if you think about it. Right, Marcus? Yeah. It's it's like, you don't think both of these teams can score 30 points? Uh, probably not, I, I actually think. But let me jump to Illinois. They got a new coach. Last year was supposed to be the year with Lovey Smith. They had all the pieces together. They were supposed to be the best version of Illinois football they could have had. It was like the building year. The you know, the the climax of the recruiting job that Lovey Smith did there, and it was just underwhelming. So I, I think this is like a restarting period for Illinois. I don't think they necessarily have a lack of talent because I do think they can run the ball and I do think they have a good quarterback so they're going to be able to move the ball part of me wanted to take this over right off the bat but I have questions for this Illinois team and just their continuity and how they're going to actually finish games and keep playing in the second half I have more faith in Nebraska and their offense and that fourth year quarterback Adrian Martinez to get this job done. So this is what I'm going to propose, Marcus. I think based off of the numbers, we got a 55 point total for the total point scored line over under 55. The spread is seven points. 
So that means for Nebraska to hit their team total over, they'll either have to score 28, maybe 29. It'd probably be 28 and a half for that line. Does that sound right? Well, if they only scored 28 and the no, spread no, no, was no, seven. No, it'd be like 30, it'd be like 33 like 32. And a half, right? Yeah, 32 or 33. 32 or 33. So Nebraska will need to score 32, 33 points against this basically start from scratch team that is Illinois. And for me, I'm going to roll with Nebraska hitting their team total. I think they're going to score 40 points in this game. I think they have a different offense that the Illinois team, like they're trying to play old school football. I watched their spring game. They're running a 52. That's five down linemen, two linebackers against the spread. That is literally the worst thing you could run against the spread offense. Yeah. I don't see any. I don't. I don't see how this team's not going to score a touchdown every quarter and then pick up a few trash points in between. Um, if this line is anything over, excuse me. If this line is anything under thirty three for this team total for Nebraska, I'm I'm all over it. I'm all over it. What's your thoughts? Yeah, and I don't think. Illinois is going to have too much uh, success moving the ball. New coach, new system. So I think uh, Nebraska is going to have a lot of chance to score. I like Nebraska a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to argue with a guy who's been in the system for three years. So he'll have a big game. Nebraska yeah, win I think, by a bunch. I think you also, you also said you like just – just Nebraska minus seven, right? I I love Nebraska minus seven. I love it. Yeah, I, I think this is like a flex pick. You can, I think either Nebraska minus seven or Nebraska team total over be a good route. Because I go. think I think it could be 14, 17 nothing Nebraska at the end of the first quarter. I I, I don't think it's going to be a very close game, but we'll see. Um. Shall I give my pick? Yes, Marcus, you you have a pick for us. This slate isn't the most juicy. We've got to take what we can get and try to make some money off of it. But Marcus, you got an angle. You got an angle. This is a good one. So I, I'm actually so tell, really tell excited. Tell us about the angle. After doing a little research on this game, I'm actually pretty damn excited to watch it. You got UCLA at home. Well, they're in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Going up against Hawaii, the over-under is 68-and-a-half, and I'm taking the over. Week one, over 68-and-a-half. Here's why. Not going to get too crazy with it, but you guys can do the math. UCLA, returning a senior quarterback, Dorian Robinson, and I mean... They averaged over 400 yards per game as a team last season. So they're going to put up points. Then you look at Hawaii. Huh. And you say, huh. I wonder who, who their quarterback is. Oh, they also put up 400 yards a game. And they're returning their quarterback from last year. 
it's really hard to say his name. Shavon Cordiero. I probably butchered that. But he's back. So you give me two offenses who both averaged over 400 yards per game last season, both bringing their quarterbacks back. Um, smells like an over to me. It's going to be fun. You're not going to get an be- argument out of me. You're not going to get an argument out of me because I I did not look at anything other than Illinois, Nebraska. So I trust you. Yeah, and I mean, hold on. I want to see what time this game is. This game's at 2.30 on ESPN. This is going to be a shootout. Both these teams can score. My only worry is Hawaii sometimes last year would stall, not only put up 20, 21. But I see this game being like 42. Maybe one team puts up puts up 50. But um, what's better than week one betting just a moonshot over between Hawaii and UCLA? Hey, it's week zero. It means nothing. Right. So Unless you if win. We win these Unless games, you win. If we win them, then it counts. If it loses, you just forget about it. You, you don't add it to the record. So we got two picks to kick things off. NCAA this week, we got Nebraska. Team total. Anything under 33, you take that over. Also, Nebraska minus seven. Either one. Flex. Take the one you like the most. We don't care. Don't blame it on us. And then second pick, over 68 UCLA Hawaii afternoon game. Just get you warmed up. Get a little cash in your pocket. Well, that Nebraska Illinois game is at noon on Fox. Fox Sports Network. Yeah. Um, that will be a decent game to watch. I'm not terribly upset with that game. I mean, most of the games are kind of shit. Yeah, this first my week, advice. It whatever, baby. Don't like pizza. If we could give any knowledgeable advice for this weekend, don't bet UTEP, New Mexico State, and Southern Utah, San Jose State. Just stay away from those. Even though we're probably not gonna, we're probably gonna bet them. Um, especially if we lose. <laughs> I mean, if the first two hit. I'll probably just two-team parlay the two late games and just bet, I don't know, just random. I mean, looked at those lines. I don't know. It's week zero. Why do so much Honestly, homework on week zero? those two games are good enough for me to get things started. Yeah, we that's got, more than it enough. Just feels, it feels good. It feels back to normal that me and you have picks for our for our audience. We're back to doing what we do best. And I, Marcus, I hate to say it, but I don't know how much else we have outside of that. We got two picks to get after this weekend. We're hoping to get off 2-0 this week. Do you have any closing thoughts? Anything I might have missed on the way? I don't want to call this show over, but I feel like we covered what we needed. What do you think? My last thought is Nebraska, Illinois, Hawaii, UCLA is going to feel like the college football playoff this weekend just because college football's back. That's it. That's all I got to say. And Enjoy there'll it. be fans in the stands. Fans in the stands. It'll be nice, man. I'm ready to just 
Yeah, just watch some college College football. College football is back in its true fashion. Fans in the stands, fanfare, drunk 20-year-olds, debauchery, craziness will ensue. Marcus, that's all we got for this week, buddy. We're counting down the days till we really dig in. We're going to take what we got this week. Two picks this week. Don't forget it. Nebraska, minus seven or over. Anything over 33 or lower. Team total. And Hawaii, UCLA, over. Just take the over. Those are our two week zero picks for the NCAA. I think we're done for this week, Marcus. That's it, right? Yep, that's it. And... Next week will be, again, a college football week. Then the week after, we dive in to what is the NFL. So we have two more weeks. Get your shit ready. Stay tuned for that shit. My head's already spinning. Spinning with takes. Stay tuned for that shit. Stay tuned for that shit. That's some cool shit, dude. That's some cool shit, dude. Follow us on Twitter at The Spread Bros. We'll see you guys next week with a fresh slate of NCAA picks. We love you. See you soon. Let's make this money. Then there ain't no room for you in this part of town. Cause with the party people not in Send the music get to you Life ain't so bad at all You live it up the wall Life ain't so bad at all Chance and do it. And there ain't no one who's gonna put you down. Cause with a party, people not and day living crazy. That's the only way. So tonight, gotta leave the nine five up on the shelf and just enjoy yourself. Better do it now before you get to
So bad at all. 